Welcome to the Sprint to Profit podcast with Kirsty and Isaac. If you are an Amazon seller looking to grow your business with some of the latest tactics and strategies, along with some great guidance for your overall business, then you are in the right place. So pay attention and if needed, take notes. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sprint to Profit podcast for Amazon sellers. In this episode, we're going to be discussing some of the most important concepts that you need to be prepared for when running a successful Amazon business in 2021. That's right. So today we're going to cover some very important topics about the things that you need to keep an eye out for and really, you know, think about how you can start to either implement in your business or what, what it actually means for your business in 2021. Just making sure that to keep up with the competition on Amazon. So now, of course, there's, there's definitely going to be opportunities, but we do see some kind of threats coming into the marketplace. And what we mean by threats is it's just really things to, to look out for and how you can make sure that you actually stay ahead of this and also be able to pivot if you need to as well. So obviously with COVID-19, we've seen a mass influx, if you like, in terms of online shopping. You know, a lot of uh, stores are still closed. I mean, I'm in Montreal at the moment. We're on complete lockdown still. And we've also got a curfew. So I actually can't go out after 8 p.m. Can you believe that? So uh, I have to do karaoke in my house again. <laughs> but a lot of physical stores are still closed. Um, obviously, in the U.S., there's you know still cases going on in the U.K. And, and of course, the vaccine's coming in. But what that's meant is, is that a lot of big brands, not only not small brands, have had to pivot online, have to make sure that they can keep up with us in terms of... Um, you know, third-party sellers who have figured out Amazon. A lot of big brands didn't really need to do that. And so they've really relied on physical stores. And now what they're doing is, is they're actually figuring out the Amazon game and figuring out Amazon sales as that's where their customers are. So that's kind of like a little a shift that's that started and will probably continue in 2021. Also, there's more sellers coming into the market, right? So a lot of people have either, you know, lost their jobs, um, unfortunately, or are looking for ways to secure their income, knowing that something like this could happen again. Now, this time last year, it was this, the COVID-19 was kind of kicking off, or we're just kind of hearing about it. No one would have thought that we'd still be in this pretty much the similar position as what we were kind of going into then a year later. And um, probably, you know, I'm not a scientist, I'm not clearly not a medical person, but I would think that it's going to be at least another year until, you know, people start getting properly vaccinated and, and traveling again and all the other stuff. And so that uncertainty is going to hang around. Right. So we know just speaking to people coming and talk to us about starting an Amazon business that a lot more people are looking to supplement their income in some way and, not, and Amazon's a great way to do it. So I would expect a lot more competition coming into the market as well. And then there's also roll up firms like Thrasio who, you know, they've got a lot of funding. And they're also, you know, starting to roll up brands and they've got, you know, great processes, great people in their businesses and are really kind of streamlining a lot of what us third party sellers are doing as well. Yeah. And just, so, just to kind of clarify the roll up kind of terminology, we're just meaning that they're buying brands that currently sell and then they're actually implementing their own expert kind of strategies and processes into those brands to kind of make them even better. So they're yeah. actually buying these up and making them you know, kind of a processed out kind of business. Exactly. So, you know, they're, they're getting really good at what they do. Uh, it's also an opportunity as well, but essentially we, we just need to be aware of that. The, these are the kind of sophistications that are coming into the marketplace. Mm -hmm. um, there are also some trends as well that you should really keep on your radar. So that way you can stay ahead of the curve. So 
there's going to be continued online acquisition, as we just said, um, through after COVID-19. Uh, we know that Amazon is probably the best platform to kind of scoop up the online consumer market. I mean, that's really where, um, where you can really rely on the fact that you're actually going to get the product right. I think we chatted about this a little bit with the with the after Christmas podcast that we did, mm-hmm. but you know, trying to buy anything from a a, um, a website where you're not guaranteed that you're going to get it either next day or next couple of days. You're just not going to do that as a customer anymore. You want to make sure that you're going to get the product. We also know that Amazon rolled out some awesome tools for us last year, and I would definitely continue, um, definitely expect them to continue to do the same in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, Amazon ASIN restrictions, I reckon they're definitely going to continue. It makes sense for them. I would also say look out for more augmented reality tools. So being able to physically look at the product in 3D, being able to physically put it somewhere. Also, mobile shopping, I reckon, is going to become a lot more important. Voice search, SEO as well. Um, also, product niches that support you know, health, well-being, probably relieving boredom as we're still kind of locked down. Bringing the outside in is going to continue to grow as well. And also, inventory management. If you don't have a great inventory management system, in 2021, it really is going to be, become more important as we get those, you know, ASIN restrictions, being able to manage launches, being able to manage new accounts, that type of thing, squeeze supply chains as well. Um, I reckon that's definitely going to continue into 2021. And also, just keep an eye on survival gear as some Americans are increasingly growing fearful of everything as well. So in terms of a niche to watch, um, I would think that that is probably going to be an area where um, people are going to kind of gravitate to as well. And also I would say another niche um, is pet products because I don't know about you, but definitely I know a lot of people that bought a pet to kind of help them out in COVID-19. So hopefully they are going to continue to own the pet. You know, it's not just what we used to say. A pet's not just for Christmas, it's for life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah. I was say, yeah, about that survival thing. I remember I heard Robert Kiyosaki do a talk about, about seven years ago, I want to say now. And he said, the, the best thing to invest in because it's going to become like currency is bullets. And I was like, all right, I guess that's a great way to, you know, propagate fear in, in people's minds and brains, because that's kind of how the current state of American, like, extremism is going. It's like, hey, everybody's got to be afraid of the government and everybody's got to be afraid of each other. So just buy a bunch of guns and bullets and you'll be fine. Like, that's probably uh, not the not the. Uh, outlook of life that most people want to have, but that's where some of the American population is going. So that is definitely something that's out there right now. Yeah. And, and just overall, you know, we, we do have a lot of talk about today because, you know, what was that like 12 different, 13 different things. Uh, but I, I, we definitely want to break these down and, and go into them in more detail. So you guys understand what we're truly talking about and what are truly things to be concerned about, not, you know, running for your life from the government because they're tracking you down on, you know, some app or something like that, or you go to your, go to your, barber and they're taking your temperature. So now that's going to the the central intelligence agency or something like that. That's not something you need to be concerned about because it's probably not only far-fetched, but it's you, there's no proof that it's ever going to exist or that it even matters. Like why, why do people care what, you know, what your temperature was that day? They only care about if you test positive and contact trace on there. Right. So calm down with all the survival stuff, but it is something that you're going to see as a, uh, (laughs) as a niche growing for sure. Um, Really the overall theme in here is that, you know, uh, for the threats that you should be concerned about is increased competition. And it's coming in like a three-pronged approach right now. 
like you said, Kirsty, it's big retailers moving to Amazon. It's the flood of third-party retailers, both domestic and foreign, foreign, making popular niches even more congested. And then those roll-up firms like Thrasio buying popular Amazon brands and putting experts to work on them to make them even more successful. So if you talk about the big retailers, you know, I think a lot of these guys are, you know, it doesn't even have to be the big, big retailers, but even like regional retailers are probably thinking, hey, let's sell some stuff on Amazon because they're seeing people not come into their stores and they're thinking to themselves, how do I make up the shortfall of traffic in my physical store, right? So the first thing that you have to think about is, oh, well, we've got a website, but it doesn't get much traffic because we've never had to push people to that website before. And we don't do our own fulfillment. We don't sell our own good. Like we don't, you know, there's no like two day shipping, all that kind of stuff. Um, the idea here is that those people are then looking at Amazon and going, well, why don't we just open up actual stores on Amazon and saying, how do we get, you know, our entire inventory there or, or fulfillable through them. So that way we can actually make some money because nobody wants to keep closing their businesses because they can't come up with, you know, sustainable business ideas to run their, their business in an innovative way. If you don't change with the times, the times will leave you behind. I don't know if that's something people say, but I just, I said that just now. So it's something, some, some people are going <laughs> to say that from now on. Um, <laughs> But it's kind of the same thing, you know, with with bigger firms like with Thrasio, you know, they're they're they see the trend. They've got the capital investment from, you know, angel investors and, and whoever else to actually then take that strategy and go out there and buy smaller brands and then build this bigger, bigger, like, you know, bigger entity up of multiple brands and products that will actually create an entity or an asset of, you know, 100 million, a billion, two billion dollars of physical sales and profitability over the next six to 10 years or whatever. And then, you know, there's everyday people like us that the more the, the outside world puts pressure on us to stay at home and find ways to make money when we can't go work our normal jobs, there's going to be that, that, uh, you know, a growing number of people that go, it's time to think outside the box and start to apply, you know, my my passions, my my mindset, my abilities, my experiences to something like a business online versus just wondering when I'm going to get back to work and wondering how long, how much longer I can take unemployment or whatever it is without then really causing long-term disadvantages for their, themselves and their family. So these things are real and they are threats, but again, we have the opportunities here and we'll explain this in a little bit to stay ahead of these guys and, and really understand that as long as these things exist and we acknowledge them, and these are clear threats, we need to put processes and strategies in place to really stay where we are or, or get into the space sooner rather than later in order to make sure that we can maintain and, and, and keep getting the sales opportunities that we have. And again, not every single product on Amazon's is highly competitive. There's definitely opportunities out there, but you're going to start to see those really popular niches, you know, pet, survival kitchen, you know, all these other things, you know, whatever there's, 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 you know, cell phone accessories, electronics, that kind of, there's, there's a handful of, of really popular categories that are increasingly come flooded because those are the first things that people come to. And of course we know that, uh, you know, just because 2000 new sellers or 5,000 new sellers come to Amazon per day or whatever, doesn't mean they're any good. Like that's, you know, even if you just take the, the, the statistics of it or the probability of it, say you got 2000 new sellers, if only 2% of them are going to be successful, well, then you've got what, 1,980 or whatever failed sellers, like, or 1,960 failed sellers. So you don't have to worry about all 2,000 of them. 
maybe only 40 of them per day are actually going to be any good. And your, your goal for people listening to this is to be part of that, that small percentage or whatever by understanding the right strategies. Cause the other people are just jumping in there because they hear it's a big ocean, right? What happens when you jump off, off a ship into the middle of the ocean? Not very good things. <laughs> so you first have to know how to swim. Maybe you not have to know how to row, row a boat or maybe you not have to steer a ship or whatever. That's the kind of stuff that you should do before you jump into the ocean. Yeah. And, you know, like, like I said earlier, we, the reason, you know, we, we call these threats, it's, it's mainly just so you guys are aware of this is what is going on at, at the macro level. Right. And, and rather than thinking, oh, do I need to, so what do I need to do differently then if all these, if all this competition is coming in, you don't need to do anything differently if you're following what we tell you to do. The point is, is not to get distracted by all that stuff. Cause you're going to hear this over and over again from lots of other different people, right? You just need to be aware of the types of sellers that are coming into the market. But by you keeping it either simple and just following your plan, then, you, you know, you, you're going to be totally fine. But the point is, is that just be aware that there are going to be either some niches that are probably going to explode a little bit more and or there's going to be obviously um, more sophistication coming into the market. I think that's really... Um, the key, the key point. I, I'm actually excited for this because I do think it's going to bring, like I said, a lot more sophistication, um, and it's going to kind of chop out some of the, um, what would you, not the rogue sellers, but the kind of like scrappy sellers, right? That are just yeah. trying to like hack, hack and ninja trick their way into doing stuff. Yeah, all that black hat crap that that just won't work long term. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I mean, you know, those roll up firms that we talked about, like Thrasio, I mean, we obviously interviewed Ken um, from Thrasio um, probably about six months ago now. So go yeah, and check, check out. It was one of the first episodes we had. Yeah. So go and check out that episode because not only, you know, it's not necessarily just a threat, it's also an opportunity to start thinking about, well, yeah, there's, there's a ton of businesses out there that are looking to to do this and acquire great businesses. But just in terms of giving you guys some stats of how this is literally exploded. I mean, we've heard about this in the last probably couple of years, the idea yeah. of it. Um, but last year, there was a lot of um, money, VC capital money, that was kind of chucked into this market space, if you like. So nearly a billion dollars in fresh capital in 2020 alone. So Right, I've got some stats here, so I'll just run through them quickly for, for you geeks that like a bit of statistics. So Thrasio in April of last year raised $100 million in fresh capital. And again, this is the time when COVID was at its peak. Well, not at its peak in terms of um, infection. That's when but everything in terms shut down for sure, though. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, you know, think of it that way. This is not a time when people are like, oh, e-commerce is going out the window, right? They're chucking a load of money into this space, $100 million. In July 2020, Thrasio raised $260 million on top of the $100 million. So it, with not even doing anything else, it reached a billion-dollar valuation just from the fact that people believed in this model so much. In September, Boosted Commerce um, raised $87 million. Then in October, there was another company called Perch. They raised $123.5 million. Then in November, Seller X raised $118 million. November... Heyday raised 175 million. And then November 2020, Heroes raised 65 million to become the Thrasio of Europe, right? So over a billion dollars in the space of what, eight months? Not even eight, not even, mm -hmm. um, right in the middle of a pandemic. So I, I think what that's kind of say, telling us is that, yeah, we're going to get more sophistication on Amazon. 
but there's no way that this industry is going away, right? People bigger than you and I understand that this is <laughs> this is a key opportunity. Yeah. People um, with the most money and the, the, the biggest insights are saying that this is where the, the investment should go. Exactly, exactly. So if you're thinking about starting an Amazon business right now in terms of the opportunity itself and in terms of investing in this opportunity, that's how you have to think about it. It's like if you've got your first thousand dollars to start the business, you're investing in yourself and in this business model as an opportunity. So if a billion dollars worth of fresh capital can be put into the industry, I think that $5,000 is a good bet that it might actually pay off, right? Um, but also these firms, you know, they're going to be automating a lot of their Amazon operations. They're going to obviously get great at product sourcing, brand building, marketing, PPC, inventory management, financial planning, all that stuff. So you just need to make sure that those are the core things that you focus on in your business as well. Yeah, and and I think the, the the main thing with these with these kinds of companies is that, you know, it is an opportunity, as you said, because you know they're buying brands like ours, people that are actually doing the the business successfully, and whether you not whether or not that's part of your your plan to sell your business, it gives you that that chance and that choice later on to roll up your business into a bigger firm, and it it just shows you that, you know, up to this point, you know, I think a lot of people see the Amazon opportunities oversaturated and too saturated. And I think up to this point, it's actually been only early adopters and, and people that were really visionaries that were doing it up to this point. I think now it's actually becoming more of a, a mass commodity and a mass you know business idea and business plan or, or model. So I don't think it was ever to the point of saturation this, at, this, at this point. I think what's, what's going to happen now is the saturation is probably another five to seven years away. And what you're going to see now is a big, big boom that we haven't even seen before. And when people say, oh yeah, well, it's hard to get on Amazon. It's going to be a lot harder if you wait till next year. It's going to be even harder the next year. But in five to seven years, it might be to the point where new sellers can't even jump on anymore. But that's why if you give yourself a two to five year run now, holy crap, can you be successful in two to five years? And just like we have over the last seven years, just like other, you know, a lot of our other members have, over the last five, six, four, five, six years, whatever. So, you know, the best time to always start an Amazon business was yesterday or last year or whatever, but you can't go back in time. You can only think about what can you accomplish in the next few years. And, you know, after saying that, you know, you might think, oh, there's all doom and gloom for 2021, right? So like all these new people are coming. No, this is just the beginning of, a, of, of the new stage of Amazon that's going to really bring um, extra eyeballs, extra attention, and, and rightly with it, yes, more sales competition, but more sales, more volume. So you don't need 40% of a niche to get where you want to be anymore. Over the time, you only need 10 or 5%, and you could probably still hit all the goals you want to hit. So we're not here to scare you. We want you guys to understand that we bring these threats up so you can get ahead of them and compete. And, you know, we always talk about how you can keep up with any competitor as long as you're doing the right things. And even Amazon is attempting to help sellers like us in other ways too. So let's dig into some of the trends that you know, are going to kind of help us win as well. So, you know, Kirsty, you mentioned it, that continued online customer acquisition, because, you know, this is still stay at home time for most of us. It's actually great because we already had a history of a lot of new sellers, but this means that, you know, there's going to be more coming on, but there's more shoppers. There's more shoppers coming on daily than there are new sellers. So all we got to do is make sure that we're part of those good sellers and we're, we're capturing all these new, these new buyers coming on every single day and every single month. And it also means that, 
you know, the more the competition comes in, as long as we keep applying the best ranking and review strategies, we can stay ahead of them. And because again, not everybody's going to have all those strategies. They're going to come in. They're going to think, oh, this is just deep water. It's going to be great. I'm going to, I have all the fishing poles. You know, there's a, a modified fishing reference now. It's not a boating reference, but um, they're going to have all the fishing poles. But really what they do is they bought a bunch of expensive stuff that they don't know where to go point their poles at because they don't know where the fish are. So they're going to fail. By and large, a lot of people will fail on Amazon. So that's why you need to find the right, strategy, right strategies to stay ahead. Amazon will also continue rolling out helpful tools. Uh, you know, they keep adding stuff and it, it kind of happens under the radar. And, and uh, you know, I know that there's actually a couple in there right now that I need to go check out because, you know, they, they've mentioned or they've done stuff like uh, posts. Uh, they've done stories. They've done uh, they're even like trialing the, the the webinar thing, basically, where you can get on and do like a live broadcast right about your products and everything. There's a lot of new interactive ways that that they're doing this stuff. And nobody's really found all the ways that these these things can even and help and, and produce sales yet. But there's so many new ways, you know, video ads, there's, uh, man, there's just tons of stuff, stores, all these things that, that when you put them all together, A plus content's another one that's been around for a couple of years. But when you put these all together, you know, you got better sales channels, better sales opportunities, better review strategies, better review tools. And you don't have to go that black hat route of, Hey, I'm only, only ever going to get reviews if I pay somebody to give me reviews. That's, that's not required at all anymore. And I'm not saying it ever was required, but People will tell you for the last five years, oh, you had to pay to get reviews to get competitive on Amazon. That was never the case, but it's really, really not the case now, which is going to save a lot of people from getting their accounts suspended. And that's really cool. So you run less risk of, you know, running a foul of Amazon's terms of service and you can actually get sales and ranking with more reviews faster. And these tools keep coming. As long as you know what to look for and where, you can keep staying ahead of the game because as early adopters of each of these things, you'll actually have that, you know, you know, six month or a year head start of everybody else. And you'll be getting sales at cheaper or even free opportunities. Like, you know, the Amazon Vine program right now, it's been free, but I guarantee it's going to be paid at some point. So while you're an early adopter, use that Amazon Vine program if you have brand uh, registry. Otherwise, you're going to find that you wasted it and you're going to have to pay for it later. So definitely use those things. And then, like you were mentioning about the Amazon ASIN restrictions, it'll continue. That might seem like an actually a bad thing, but it's really smart for Amazon to do this. So they actually run their warehouses better. So that way you can get, you know, your stock in there. You're not, you know, getting long-term storage fees and all this other stuff, but it also help, helps level the playing field for all new products. Meaning I don't care how much money a new investor has, they can't get more than 200 units into Amazon for that, like for that product at any given time, which means that you have just as good of a chance if you have the right strategies with the right you know, fulfillment and, and inventory kind of strategy to stay ahead of any other, you know, brand new seller in the Amazon marketplace. So you're not really getting restricted yourself. It's everybody's getting restricted, which means that you now have the ability to play the, the, the game in a better way. So if you, you know, it's just like if you want to play basketball, right? If you learn how to dribble better and you learn how to shoot better, then you're going to be a better basketball player. Well, maybe play some defense too, I guess, but it's just kind of these, these things that you have to focus on and get good at. And when you do those things and focus on and get good at them, it doesn't matter who else comes in there because they're not going to have those skills right away. I don't care if you're the richest kid on the block. You're not going to be, you know, just because you have the nicest basketball shoes doesn't mean you're going to be the best basketball player, right? So it's a very similar thing. As long as you understand how to play the game properly, you will actually stay ahead of the curve. Yeah. And, um, you know, 
in terms of some of the other trends as well that we're seeing from last year, but that will actually become more prominent in 2021, um, I know that um, Amazon has been trialing for a while now AR, right? So yeah. uh, augmented reality. So mainly more in the furniture space. So you can actually basically place a piece of furniture in in what would you call it like um yeah so the the idea is you hold your phone or your mobile device up in your in your room like okay so does this couch fit in my room or does this tv fit in my room it'll actually say there's a little thing there below the the listing now it says see if this fits in your house or whatever you click that and then it asks to like access your camera or whatever and then it actually puts a like a 3d model of that thing wherever you want it to fit in your room to see how it's going to fit which is pretty interesting yeah, I know. I love that because especially as a seller, if you can, I mean, this is not like widely used right now, but mm-hmm. just kind of keep your ear to the ground on it. Because if, if you've got um, products, I mean, all of our products, really, you know, you want to see them, like how people are either going to use them. Um, if they, if the customer can feel like a physical store where you can pick something up, touch it, feel it, then any, basically any tools that allow allow a customer to do that, you want to jump on that straight away to test it out, right? Because like you just said, Isaac, you know, testing out some of those tools straight away, if you get the option to, um, is worth doing because you can figure out how to do it first. They're probably going to be free, like you said. Um, and any way that you can, you know, virtually get the product in someone's hand it's the next best thing to them going in the store and picking it up and seeing, and that's the, it's a key way of how people are going to choose you over someone else. So yeah, just think of how many times people put a bad review on there. Like, Oh, this is smaller than I expected or yeah. bigger than I expected. Right. So that's going to help solve that issue. Yeah. That would be awesome. Um, yeah. Also, you know, clothing or anything like you say that has got like a, maybe some adjustment. I know I have a, um, I, I sell weight belts and they're um, adjustable. Right. And I get that problem all the time. Oh, I thought it was going to, even though it's very clearly stated on the listing, this is exactly, you know, the size, et cetera. People just don't look at that stuff, right? You know, most majority don't. And then they'll buy the one that doesn't fit them. Or maybe they're just basically fooling themselves about either how big or how small they are. So um, it would be brilliant. Even as a customer, I would think it'd be awesome for me to be able to figure out if that thing's going to fit me or how it's going to look on my desk or how it's going to look on my bed, my bedspread or whatever. Right. So look out for those kind of things. Um, I know we've been talking about mobile for a while, but essentially I think the mobile activity, um, activity, the way it looks is going to even get more either sophisticated and or simpler for the customer. And so top of search is going to be even more important because, you know, as you, if you can be hit with either a big image or a, a way to be able to communicate your brand, and I've seen some other brands getting access to this already, like in terms of the, um, you know, the ad placement at the top, where you can actually start to put more text in your ad, so you can actually explain a lot more. It's like yeah. your whole brand takes up that first, that first piece on your on your phone. Yeah. So look out for stuff like that. Like how how can you actually now think about how to make your listings your ad placements a lot more mobile friendly in terms of really hitting hitting you in the face you know video ads being a a great example of that and just being able to work on if you're not doing video ads already test it out how does it look on mobile with your placement it's really going to start to be able to jump out at customers yeah also voice search seo we've been talking about this for a while 
Um, Alexa's definitely not going away. And I think um, Amazon have definitely been working on the research around this in how it's helping essentially customers uh, shop better. We know that Amazon's choice badges are the go-to purchase for a particular keyword when someone asks to uh, buy that product. So if you've got the Amazon's choice badge, I, I had one, for instance, over Christmas, which was a soccer stocking suffer. Stuffer? <laughs> Say that when you're drunk. Okay. Yeah. You get the gist, right? Um, now, I would never have known that that's what my I would get the uh, Amazon's Choice badge for. But as soon as I got that, I got loads of um, loads of up- uptick in sales. So I think there will be a way in the future where we'll be able to get access to that data to then think, well, how how else can we influence in the right way, obviously, um, the um, voice search? So mm-hmm. we don't know how to do it right now. But again, I think it's worth not necessarily thinking about it, but essentially just being prepared for it when it comes. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, anything that Amazon can do to make the shopping experience easier for customers like voice search or something like that. It's just one of those things that they're absolutely going to keep pushing. And, you know, everybody, well, not me, because I, I, I do feel like it's a bit of an invasion of privacy to have those things, but you see so many people have these things for the use of putting them up as speakers to play music around the house. And I'm like, yes, but it's also listening to everything you're saying. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of a back and forth there, but it's not going away unless everybody rejects, you know, big tech and, and comfortability and convenience. I think it's going to become obviously way more common and yeah, I, I don't see it going anywhere. So some of the other trends to look for in 2020, obviously we talked about this, the product niches that support health, well-being, relieving boredom. I've, I've, I've purchased like replica arcade games now because I'm so bored. I've like basically built a, a bar in my own garage because I can't go to the bar anymore. So it's like <laughs> dartboard, get some arcades, put up some TVs, let's get some sports programs on. And yeah, that's that's where we're going. Like, because people are still going to be nervous about going through, you know, the, the process of dealing with big crowds for the rest of the year, for sure. And probably for a, a couple of years. I mean, it's going to have a lingering mental effect in, on people's psyche because I guarantee you, if you watch a TV show right now and you see them sitting in a crowd, you cringe. You're like, oh, yeah, what are they doing? Why are they so close together? How how many people are even in that room? Like, this is weird because those things were recorded, obviously, before COVID and they didn't have to separate themselves. So, you know, a lot of businesses also won't fully be open to the public until later this year or even maybe next year. Some, you know, I, I live in Las Vegas. There's casinos here that might never reopen or if they do, it's going to be they'll actually wait a year or more just because they don't want to dilute the the amount of visitors that come to too many different properties because then the all of the properties will fail. So it's kind of like this, you know, there's only like five groups that own all the casinos anyway. So they're like, let's put all the people on the, on the strip and let's keep them there. So that way all the other casinos, they don't have to open anymore. It's kind of an interesting strategy, but um, you know, some of the, some of the ones on the perimeters will open, but like the ones that are just off the, off the strip and stuff, and even some on the strip, they're like, we'll pick and choose. Like Caesars is definitely staying open because that's a big one, but that's, that's kind of what they're doing. They're, they're picking and choosing what to do with their businesses and, and big companies like that can afford to, you know, forego paying, you know, employees and, and getting revenue on those because they know that in the end, all they're doing is, is wasting the opportunity and diluting what they're trying to do. So that's something that's going to keep happening, but you know, those are the things that are going to be being bring people back into their homes. So if you can't go to the movie, like see a movie at the theater, you're gonna watch movies in your house. So maybe there's going to be niches growing around home entertainment and you know, there already was, but maybe there's going to be different ways that they grow. Um, But that just leads you to believe that, you know, there's going to be different opportunities, but also 
on a kind of a kind of follow with that inventory management is also going to be even more important in 2021 with the with the squeeze of the supply chains and warehouse restrictions so using a third party logistics warehouse is almost a guarantee now unless you have a lot of you know garage space or you have you know your own kind of warehousing opportunity for yourself but this is especially true for international sellers and anytime somebody's opening a new product just like i said you can only send in 200 units right now I haven't seen a single niche or a single product um, opportunity with, with a new product where you can do any more than that. Um, yes, you can get it raised a bit over time and, and relatively quickly if you're getting a lot of sales, but it's going to be important that you that you understand the new process of using a blended inventory strategy of have some at, at Amazon, have some at a third-party logistics center, and possibly even store some at your home just so that way you can save on warehousing costs so that way you can send into Amazon as soon as you possibly can or keep them at your supplier until you know closer to the time when it needs to come to the United States but again we all know that sea shipping takes freaking forever now and so does even air shipping to the point where it's either takes too long or it's way too expensive so you've got to understand all these changes in logistics and just make sure you're staying ahead of it so you're not either running out of stock or throwing a bunch of money down the toilet and so you can stay profitable yeah I think that term blended inventory is going to be, uh, <laughs> it's yeah. going to be the term for 2021. And, you know, we've got some uh, podcast episodes that we did. We've done one about how to launch um, with limited inventory mm -hmm. um, or the inventory restrictions. And we've also got one with ship hype, which is about how to find. And I think we've also got a link there that's got like 203 PLs or something on it yeah. that are all recommended. So make sure you check those out because, um, and we've probably, I think we've also got podcasts on how to forecast properly as well. So, um, I think this is an area where a lot of us, a lot of people that we've worked with as well, have not really had that much either experience in, or don't really understand the process of forecasting for, for success. And so it's a, it's an area that you need to gen up on, right? I, definitely anyway, but even more so in this period, because, um, I think, like you said, Isaac, not only you're going to have to use three PLs, but you're going to have to really work well with your suppliers and you're going to have to be able to forecast for growth mm -hmm. and understand how to do that properly. So it's, it's becoming even more important because as we know, if you run out of stock, all that awesome hard work that you did to rank the products in the first place with all this increased competition, you're just going to get pushed right back down the rankings again. So you're going to have to spend all that money that you did to launch it in the first place. Yeah, exactly. So as we also mentioned, we do think there's going to be some interesting categories um, that you will, will see growing. We talked about healthcare, um, well-being, basically anything. I think, I think one thing that I've found certainly with me is that, you know, I didn't really think about the home at all, right? I, I was usually traveling. <laughs> so my home was more about, yep, yeah, that's where I go, do my washing. And then <laughs> basically, where am I going on my next trip? Yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, all that home improvement, that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, I actually bought nice Christmas decorations this year because, you know, I just really wanted it to look nice. And, you know, so areas like that, um, we talked about survival gear. Uh, we know there's issues in the, you know, right now that, that are happening in the States. But also there's also going to be a faction of people that are because a new administration is coming in that they feel even more fearful, right? And so, um, and uh, I know that just from talking to people, right? So they're gonna be prepping for situations where um, 
a potential could happen as we talked about as well pet products um just because people are starting to own more pets and also not necessarily maybe for 2021 but maybe thinking as we start to open up again the first thing i'm going to be doing is getting on a plane and going somewhere right and so um i just think that industry is going to get flooded again and so if you were in travel before and maybe you've had to pivot um you might want to think about how does that industry come back um and be and or if you're starting a new business you know how can you capitalize on that trend coming back right now it doesn't make any sense obviously but i do think that as soon as things start to open up and we're able to move around the globe again that a lot of people are going to be doing it because you're going to feel we're going to feel like caged animals for the for the last 18 yeah. months right yeah and even i think baby i mean they, they talk about obviously booms of of births because of covid-19 and stuff so you never know that we thought that 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 was a pretty big category before but it could be even bigger for the next couple of years just because of the staying at home kind of stuff and divorces so there's probably (laughs) you got any divorce products out there (laughs) divorce parties i don't know uh but yeah but yeah so talking of which isaac you've got you've got a little uh bubba coming in about three weeks yeah probably right around the same time this podcast airs actually there you go so um anybody listening to this at the end of january Drop Isaac an email. <laughs> but yeah, so clearly um, that happened in COVID. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it did. Wasn't part of the reason. It just happened yeah. to be coinciding. But yeah. It definitely... Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, no divorces in our, in our camps, which is awesome. Just, just some births. So yeah. that's all good. <laughs> but yeah, no, exactly. You know, and you got just, just more of that kind of, I think there's a lot more of a focus on, the family having fun with each other because guess what that's the only people that you can have fun with um and the enabler of technology as well because that's one area that um i have definitely done with my my mum and dad who were in the 70s but just being able to you know play games with them online and being able to interact with them online and, and all that stuff um you know my dad just getting a new computer and all the the things that come with that as well so the fact is more people are spending more time online. So they need the equipment and the, the, um, the off, uh, home office equipment as well because a lot more people are working from home. So mm-hmm. I think pretty much everything's exploding apart from travel at the moment, right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so just to recap everything that we kind of talked about here for the insights for running a successful Amazon business in 2021. Number one, big brands that formerly relied on physical stores on their own websites are now getting in on Amazon sales since that's where the customers are buying. So that's a potential threat you need to be aware of. Another potential threat is a flood of competition as people look to supplement their income, you know, after and during COVID-19. So yes, again, there's going to be extra competition. Just keep an eye on them to see which ones are the good ones and then compete with those ones. There's going to be another potential threat of roll-up firms like Thrasio actually coming in and, you know, taking up brands and, and products in your niche and then, and then doing a really good job with them. But at the same time, that also presents an opportunity to you to be able to sell your business to a company like that, because there's going to be a lot of investment out there for you to be able to reach out and sell a business. Then we also talked about, you know, continuing the customer acquisition, more shoppers are coming on to Amazon. And, you know, I, I, I still couldn't believe it like this year, like 2020 in the last, the last 365 days, I heard more people tell me that they done their first shopping on Amazon in this last, you know, during this COVID lockdown, 
then and they never even considered before. I was like, how have you never considered shopping on Amazon before? I thought that way in like 2012, but that's because I was like, I don't really know that much about Amazon. I don't think there's anybody who doesn't know about Amazon now. So it's kind of, it's kind of interesting that you're still hearing people becoming first time Amazon shoppers. And obviously with the prime memberships going up, that's just a, it's just on tap, literally just customers on tap every single month are buying stuff almost every day. It's, it's just a way of life now for a lot of people, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, especially with prime membership, it's like, yeah, I get my food from blah and then everything else I'll go to Amazon. Yeah. And you can even get your food from Amazon now because they got Whole Foods in the United States where you can get exactly yeah. like they'll bring it the same day as long as they got openings for it, which is crazy. Yeah. So it's, it's still absolutely a massive opportunity and people, especially if you're, if you're quarantined or you get sick or you're exposed, it's going to probably be your first time shopping on Amazon for food because that's what you're going to have to do. Then obviously Amazon does continue to roll out marketing tools to help sellers Then we talked about, you know, seven or eight of them and they're going to keep doing that. So you won't have to, you know, try to do this with like a third party that's doing it some black hat way and trying to trick Amazon's, you know, algorithms or whatever. They'll actually give you the tool right on Amazon to do it. Then also the Amazon ASIN restrictions will continue. So get good at learning that blended inventory strategy and that'll help you get a a, a foot ahead of, you know, kind of newcomers to Amazon. Look out for more AR tools, alter, uh, alter, no, sorry, augmented reality, not alternate reality. That's a, (laughs) that's something else that people live in right now. (laughs) The augmented reality tools to help you actually see sizes and how things look and, and, and fit on stuff. That's going to be pretty important. And I think, you know, just doing it on furniture as one, one opportunity is, is really just the tip of the iceberg. I think that that can go really, really deep later on. Uh, mobile shopping will obviously become even more important because people are literally on their phones like 80% of the day now. <laughs> you can watch TV on your phone, so you don't even need to look at the TV anymore. It's just look at your phone all day. Well, the, the next thing to do is, right, once you've watched Netflix um, and then and or another channel, you're like, all right, I'll just do some shopping now. Because yeah, I've got exactly. literally nothing else to do. Or you'll see something on the TV and it's like, oh yeah, I'll shop for that right now because that looks cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then obviously we've got the voice search SEO, which is the Alexa effect of getting your products found by customers shopping for stuff by voice. And then Amazon picking your product over the other ones in that you know keyword or that niche. I do think as well on that one um, is that brand analytics will probably pick that up at some point as well. Yeah. Which is I when it gets it interesting. Gives for you that, it kind of gives you that hint, but it doesn't like specifically say, here's what's going on and how to kind of take over that. Yeah, exactly. So that's what to look out for, guys. It's like as soon as you start to get some analytics through, then obviously we can think of the strategies to go with it, but yeah. it's, yeah. Yep. And then obviously we've mentioned all the product niches that could, you know, boom, we've, we've got the well-being, health, boredom, outside in, then we've got the the survival gear, the pet products, all that stuff. And then just making sure that your inventory management is, is incredibly important. And, and you understand that things like Chinese New Year next month, February, is going to squeeze your supply chain, and it's going to cause you to have issues, but then it can have lasting effects, especially if things like COVID don't you know, get remedied faster rather than, you know, that, you know, that, that happens later rather than now. Um, you know, obviously we're behind in, in vaccinating people. The, the doses are expiring and all these other things are happening because people aren't sure how to administer them. And this is, this is, you know, this is the problem with actually not just getting a vaccine, but actually enacting it, right. And inoculating people. 
people don't want it. People think there's mercury and, and poisons in them, which, okay, well, if that's a little bit of that in your blood is, is probably better than having a, a, an actual, you know, deathly, deadly virus in you, but whatever, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, but just keep an open mind about these things, guys, and understand that these are real factors about the real world, not things that are made up by what you hear on, you know, some YouTube video from some guy that, you know, has no credentials and no, you know, scientific background or whatever. These are things that are literally things that are going on in the world. You can see it, you know, you can just look on Amazon, you can see it, you can look on a TV report of any kind. Uh, and, and you can just see what people are doing. And, you know, we've seen it with not just our businesses, but with our members businesses. And that's how we know that we can kind of draw these lines and say, okay, here's the graph. And here's what it looks like in that one. And here's the graph. And here's how it looks in that one. They don't go straight up, but they do go kind of in a generally higher year on year kind of pattern because of these exact trends that we've seen over the last few years. And I don't think that this is going away anytime soon. And I don't think it's going to get any smaller. I think it's going to grow significantly based on some of these um, catalysts. I mean, it might've taken it 10 years to reach the level that it will in the next two or three years because of these catalysts for these reasons. So yeah. as yeah, did you have anything you want to say? No. Yeah. I was just going to say, I'm, I'm really excited for this industry yeah. because I mean, having the, I mean, it's very unfortunate for a lot of people in the last year in terms of how COVID had impacted them financially, impacted their jobs. Mm -hmm. um, luckily for us, we were already in this industry, right? And we only ever saw an uptake, really, an uptick in what we were doing. Um, so, I, you know, it, it's a great time to be in this industry um, because of all the reasons that we've just talked about. So I can, like you said, I think it's, it's, it's only just brought it, brought the growth even earlier as opposed to having to wait 10 years for it. Yeah. And I, I have a, a friend that um, he's a doctor and he's like, I, I'm, I'm surprised that Isaac had the insight and the foresight to go into Amazon seven, eight years ago, because it's something that now when you look at it, it was like, holy crap, imagine if you would have started eight years ago. And I'm like, yeah, imagine if you would have started eight years ago, because I've known people that I've told us to like eight years ago. And they still haven't done anything, but every single year they come back to me and go, Hey, uh, how's the Amazon thing going? Can I get into it now? And I'm like, yes, of course. Like, what do you want to, like, where do you want to start? And then they don't, and they never do. And then they're like, Oh, I lost my job. And I'm like, yeah, I know that sucks because I don't wish you know losing your job on anybody, but that's the kind of thing that, that the real world can throw your way when you're not preparing yourself for the future. And all you're thinking about is the next day or the next week. And that's what, you know, living paycheck to paycheck for a lot of people looks like, unfortunately. So, you know, if you can find a way to think about your, your future, invest in something that has the ability to grow and not something that's going to go away anytime soon. That's what we're talking about here. And that's what the Amazon business has allowed us to do for the last, you know, however many years now it's, it's almost going on eight. And I, again, I think that was all early adoption and, and trend setting type of, of, of people. I think now it's going to be kind of ready for mass uh, I don't want to say mass production, but mass, um, you know, business model that, that's going to reach the masses now. So that way everybody will have more opportunity to join it. And once that's the case, you know, you've got to be better at this than you ever have before. And that's what we want you guys to be is better than you ever have before. So guys, now that you're armed with this information, it's basically your job to go out there and implement it into your business and grow your business through action. So if you guys want some free training on what it takes to have a successful business to feed your lifestyle, 
head to www.goteamreal.com to download the free training today. And, you know, we wish you guys the best for you and your business. And we'll see you on the next uh, Sprint Profit episode. And you guys take care. Have a great 2020. And we'll see you later. Bye for now. 2021. 2021. That's what I meant to say. You know, it's the next year. I'm going back in time. Let's do this one again. <laughs> He's in his DeLorean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. 2021. We'll see you guys on next week. Take care. Bye, guys. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you would like to get more information about selling on Amazon, head to goteamreal.com for some absolutely free training.